before continuing with this podcast, you must agree to be bound by my privacy policy. <laughs> I have a right to be forgotten from this podcast. I may store information about you and your show uh, for further use. Okay. How you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. Do I need to? Do I need to sign? Uh, do I need yeah, to sign? Yeah, if, if you could please uh, sign an NDA in triplicate. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Ah. So I've had, I've had a bit, bit of drama just now, mate. Bit of a mess. Bit of drama. Tell me all about it. I also hung up on you just now, so that was that was pleasant of me. <laughs> Oops, wasn't it? Well, because I started I started ringing you, and then as you answered, I hung up. Yep. Yeah, you did. Yeah, that's Skype's greedy. Skype's yeah. greedy. Yep. I was oh, doing something on a different screen, mm-hmm. and I was trying to shut that down. And Skype went, "No, I've got focus now." Mm-hmm. Just as I pressed Command X <laughs> or Command W or whatever it is, Command W. Command W. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so what's the drama? So, oh, you know, you know when you finished a cup of tea mm-hmm. and you're like, that's finished. And then because you uh, are taking a lunch break and phoning your good friend Mark Stedman and you're going to do a podcast while you're on your lunch, mm. you go, oh, God, I've just reconfigure my workspace here. Mm-hmm. So I'll just move a few things around and you knock the empty cup of tea. Oh, okay. But it turns out the, cu- the empty cup of tea had a scant amount of tea in the oh. bottom of it. Just a tiny bit of tea. Yeah. And then you spend the next half an hour mopping it all up. And I don't know how like a syringe full of tea can go so far. No, uh, my I hands know. Getting on the soft furnishings, getting underneath the bookcases, oh. getting onto books. Mate. Um, it was a it was a, a, at least a ten wiper, and I I use <laughs> I use high quality uh, kitchen roll. Let me tell you, of um, course. So some bounty, some, some, something something bounty bounty. Oh, no, not what good do enough, you think okay. I am? What do you take me for? I'm not a mere conjurer of tricks. I <laughs> no 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 no. I am uh, top top tip. Um, I don't I don't think this is going to spoil his his obsec. My Good friend at Pezholio on the Twitter. Um, he's a big fan of the leopard, actually. His whole family Aww. are. Um, um, he. Uh, we went on a holiday with uh, with Stuart and his family, and um, they did the big shop. So you, you you do this thing. You get you get a house on the on the Airbnb or the holidaycottages dot net or something like that, um, and then you go to your local big shop delivery service and you book a big shop to arrive just after you at the place. They did it. And um, they ordered the big shop. They did very, very, very well. And uh, I spilled a little bit of water and I got some of the kitchen roll they bought. And I was like, what the hell is this? And they're like, oh, you, you won't go back now. And I don't. <laughs> Regina Blitz, mate. Regina Blitz? Yeah, Regina Blitz spirit. You know, it's... Um, <laughs> it's There'll it's, always be an England. It's a big old roll. Mm. And um, it's... As absorbent as a bloody bath towel, it's wonderful. Oh, oh crikey! So, so there you go, there you go. I've sorted nice. out. I sorted out a problem you didn't even know you had, mate. No, I, I thank you. That's all right. That's all right. And the cat's here. But it'd be good if it'd be good if she meowed when Skype's cutting out. Then you wouldn't have to worry about <laughs> my recording. Mm. Um. So you've you've got you've got an agenda. Yeah, I have a little bit. Um, I mean, not not in any sort of uh, meaningful way, but um. I, uh, I I think <laughs> I think I'm all GDPR compliant now. Well done. Um, I am proud of you. 
I am I, pleased with you because I told you off about GDPR. No, I know. I mean, I was always going to do it. I was, I was posturing, but I was, I was furious about how um, badly communicated it was. And I feel like it's, it's something I should have known about a long time before it, it happened. Uh, so that kind of annoyed me. But also the, um, the, the fact that I think a lot of it is they, they left. Uh, now this is the EU. I think the ICO, the um, Information Commissioner's Office has actually done a very good job, um, you know, since I, I looked into it more. But the EU itself had a, just an awful, um, unnavigable website where obviously what they wanted is they wanted people to go through compliance companies that could charge them a lot of money and or charge people a lot of money and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, but yeah, but like the, the ICO has done... Uh, a way better job of, of explaining everything. I'm now registered as a data controller with them. Wow. Uh, which, you know, I mean, I, I have to do, but I obviously uh, I, I did it sort of when the time was appropriate um, and updated the privacy policy on the website and written I've written a whole thing about what we do in the event of a data breach. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I've done... All I can, but it's hard to know until someone comes along and tries to find me ten million euros or whatever it is. You must be having a lot of fun, um, you know, kind of having having your laptop up and you're doing all this stuff over here, and then just seeing the constant rolling news of Cambridge Analytica and Facebook. Oh man, yeah. it, it doesn't seem like those two bits of the world are joining up. Obviously, it was pre-GDPR, but um... yeah, um, yeah, and we're you know we're, we're seeing. Uh, I don't know what it's like with Android and Google at the moment. That that could be a minefield. But Apple has been rolling out GDPR mm-hmm. things all over the place. So anytime you open a new app now, um, mm-hmm. you get a, mm-hmm. an onboarding screen. Yeah, and and you, uh, I don't know about you, but my my email inbox recently has been a great opportunity to just kind of uh, global reset my my life because everyone's had to email me to say, "Do you want to reopt into us talking to you?" And I'm like, uh, mm, "Nope." <laughs> Turns out I don't. I won't action that. Thank you very much. <laughs> so I, I'd I'd be in favour of uh, a hugely bureaucratic overhaul of privacy laws every two or three years uh, <laughs> to enable me to to get these people out of my life. <laughs> yes, I mean, you know, the the thing I will say is obviously, posturing notwithstanding, I was always in favour of this. Like there was never a point at which I was like, "This is a like the cookie law was was bogus and that was silly mm-hmm. and that was legislation brought out by people who don't understand the internet." And that's part of the course. We get that a lot. Um, you know, bureaucrats in in wherever. I mean, obviously the the the, the joke is oh Brussels, but it doesn't matter where they are. Um, People legislate about things they don't understand all the time. We're seeing that with encryption. But the this, to me, always felt quite sensible. Uh, and as much as I don't worry as much about my data, because I tend not to share things that I'm too worried about, um, and, uh, you know, I, I'm not worried about me being identified in aggregate, um, mm-hmm. I, as much as that's my personal view, I you know I I completely get that um, this is a good thing, and uh, I'm I'm sort of I'm happy to implement it because it's sensible. But um yeah, I was I was I was kind of steaming um, about the fact that it was it was not very well communicated. But like I said, our our side, the UK, and it may be the case in other European countries actually, but our side, uh, the ICO did a, a really smart job of of actually helping smaller businesses hmm. like mine who don't have a corporate infrastructure um to actually just get get up to speed so 
Yeah, and that, that's that's largely the system working. As much as I, mm-hmm. I, I, did, I did hear you and you being angry about the EU site, the EU would want member states to be the people who are delivering the guidance in, in, in a way that's appropriate for their, for their territory. So, so kind the system's kind of worked. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. Kind of um, I just think, yeah, I... I I found out about it way too late, and that's—I mean—that's on me to a degree. But I, I just—I sort of didn't know. It's—it's it's one of those like, where do you know where to look if you didn't know that you had to look for something? Mm, mm, because this mm. has been in in the works for the last two years, and obviously the right to mm. be forgotten is a is a thing. Um, and it's not like I don't keep my ear to the ground when it comes to technology. Um, so it's really odd that it's suddenly just kind of crept up over the last few months as as everybody's been like, oh yeah, GDPR. We've got to do things about GDPR. Well, I, I, I had um I, I had a genuine anxiety in, in my last job because um the huge amounts of personal data that I had um that I probably still have to be honest with you because mm-hmm. it's probably on memory sticks and probably on my backup hard drive and all sorts of things. Yeah. Um, mm, oh God, I'm probably I'm probably saying actionable things right now. Good job I don't work there. Um, <laughs> but uh, I had not been privy to a single conversation about GDPR within the university, and um, I kind of felt that as a program leader, I probably should have been in a conversation about yeah. that. Um, there may have been a conversation happening in a university executive. There may have been something happening in university registry, which is the, the central repository of documentation, mm-hmm. the place that the, the place that essentially keeps the original copy of your degree certificate. Um, they may have all been having those conversations, but they certainly weren't having those conversations with people who are constantly collecting data mm-hmm. from like really, really important stakeholders like students. Um, and uh, there was no data protection to speak of in mind. But the, the universities were, were having a problem that um, they their, the eye of Sauron of the university was on the fact that they'd recently been brought into advertising standards legislation. Ooh. And so the stuff, the stuff that I had been briefed on was uh, about just being very, very careful about what things you promise and what things might constitute contract. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I kind of, I felt a bit like um, the the tier of leadership which I would engage with hadn't really heard of GDPR or weren't telling me about it, but we're focused on this other, on this other thing. And, you know, they need to focus on that, on that thing. But oh, yeah, also, yeah. it's going to take a long time to get an institution like a university in line with GDPR. Yeah. And I, I was, I'm not going to name names because it would be inappropriate, but I was chatting to, um, well, sorry, I was reading the message of, mm-hmm. uh, I wasn't really <laughs> a, a, into a, a interacting that much but um with a a very very large venerable competitor of mine um Hmm. and he was complaining that there's you know he's got to spend something like 500 grand implementing gdpr across his organization cracking and i guess i I might have misread but it was certainly hundreds of thousands of dollars um the factor is right whether whether the number is different but um and I, i think part of that is probably because he has employees um, yeah. and if he employs people outside of the EU oh sorry in within the EU he's a, he's he's an american um but if he if he employs people in the EU then then yeah that's a whole load of compliance that's got to be done and with a company that size that's under that much scrutiny it's mm. yeah you've re- you've really really got to do it um mm. anyway but 
hopefully, uh, I mean, I've written to everyone and I've said privacy policy is now up. Um, mm-hmm. And our terms and conditions say you have to abide by the privacy policy. Privacy policy, privacy policy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it's all it's it's all quite nerve wracking. Just but the the thing I will say, and, and then we'll move on, is um, one of the webinars I was listening to yesterday, which was m- much more for the corporate market, yeah. mentions the fact that the fines are really a like. I I think it is that. A little bit like the cookie law, no one's necessarily going to go after you with a big stick if a big stick is not mm. necessary, but it has to be punitive. You know, they, this this sort of maximum $10 million or 10 million euro fine or whatever it is, the idea is it's meant to be a punitive deterrent um, rather than, you know, just eking as much money as as they can. So it's on a case-by-case basis. I actually think there's a... So I better. I actually think there's a there's a, a better example, if I may, of 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 um, us having been around on this little merry-go-round before, mm-hmm. which was um, websites being incorporated into accessibility legislation as that was expanded in the mid two thousands, mm. um, because there there are and you as uh, a a person with certain site requirements. Um, you, you'll be better place to speak to this than, than, than me, but that's often the um, assumption. But I, I'll let I'll, I'm gonna let you finish. Okay. Well, so there are many, um, many, 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 many websites out there which are not even doing a basic level of service mm-hmm. to uh, the <laughs> to to um, respond to accessibility legislation, um, and there's very few people getting fined. Yes. Um, and yeah. also, also, it was a field day for web developers and web designers. Yes, it was. Because we got to go, oh, we need to make your website accessible now. And what we're going to do is we're going to do web standards on it and that will make things better. We're going to put alt tags everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and, you know, there, there must. Be, I'm sure there has been some bumper paydays for people developing systems uh, around GDPR implementation as well. Yes, uh, when I was googling around, uh, the first half page of Google results were ads. Yeah. Um, so you know, scroll, 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 because I don't, you know, I don't need to pay multiple thousands of pounds to be told something I can, for the most part, figure out for myself, and also can't afford. Um, on the accessibility thing, I'm not a good example because um, I don't use accessibility features. I use the features that are part of any device uh, which mm-hmm. is uh, things that anybody uses which is um the main thing is pinch and uh, pinch to zoom that's so you're um, an beginner aren't you i am an beginner and so i get furious when people disable it because it's you have to disable it because it's on by default yeah. um and so that's the thing that makes me furious it's not an accessibility thing it's just part of the os um that could be used for for any reason um mm-hmm. and <clears throat> so yeah i i'm a i'm a bad um, case for accessibility and, and uh, you know it's it's right thinking sensible people like yourself often assume that I would have a good handle on this stuff I care about it um, mm-hmm. but I care about it because it's the right thing to do and it makes the web better um, I don't have any anecdote, anecdotal usage uh, and uh, you know information um, that's actually like I don't have any insight that's helpful I, no um, fair enough I, I, I'm aware that you have done some patented Mark Steadman Twitter rants about it before yeah. oh yeah yeah um, one of the things that I, I, like, I'm very conscious of um, accessibility within Podient and wanting to improve that because 
I always try to make sure the markup's good and using things like Markdown makes, you know, makes it so that, uh, which is a phrase I don't like, but um, it means that uh, the, the markup is kind of semantic. So headlines, uh, or headings look like headings and paragraphs look like paragraphs and lists and those kinds of things are good. Um, but there's so much more that can and should be done and it gets more complex when we have the ability for people to be able to edit their own websites uh, edit, mm. edit their own templates um, so I think the best thing I can do and the thing that is is kind of on my list of shit I really need to look at that genuinely um, and it, it came up a couple of weeks ago I was just walking down the street and I was like I must do this is um, figure out the best way to make the player accessible to non-mouse users oh wow uh, I really, really want to do that. Um, I really want to make sure that the player has some kind of semantic information so that the seek bar, for example, oh, well, actually, we don't have a seek bar, but the the thing that shows you the progress of, of what you're listening to. The, um, the scrubber, the time bar. The, yeah, it's, it's, yeah it's, a, it's a big Tiny. waveform, and it just, yeah. yeah, it just lights up. But, yeah, it's a scrubber, effectively. Um, I want that to, you know, to communicate back correctly in, in whatever ways it needs to be done and so i need to find uh, the right testing tools for all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff and that's the thing it's like and finding the right tools because back in the day it used to be jaws and and it used to be that you weren't supposed to use javascript anymore and that's not the case anymore that was you know mm-hmm. nearly 20 years ago mm-hmm. uh so yeah um like i don't know can the website be navigated via voiceover and it's, it's all those kind of things that i really want to sit and, and figure out because um uh, yeah i i like i i, I give a quite a large shit about it <laughs> well you've got you've got plenty of time to look into that haven't you yeah, loads of time now yeah i have um now? yeah i mean uh this is day three of uh oh god oh god um it's i'm scared to death <laughs> Um, I'm now running Podient full-time, and, um, yeah. As I've been doing the compliance stuff today, uh, mm. a, a lot of... It's it's really bringing home to me my responsibilities as, um, uh, you know, de-, de facto head of a company, but also a provider of a service that people use, and... and you know, sending sending the email out just now and getting people responding back. It's like it's one of those things I have to keep remembering that this is not a project anymore. This is not a oh yeah, that's that's kind of cool that people use it. Oh, isn't that mm. a nice novelty? Like I can just build features and go and then oh, people <laughs> might use them. It's like I, no, no, no. Like you are responsible now for. For, for delivering people's content you know you've got multiple hundreds of, of paying customers um, mm-hmm. and uh, like all of them paying or not deserve th- this service and uh, you know, that was never in doubt anyway but just more and more as I've been doing this stuff it's kind of my responsibilities are being brought home to me a little bit more um, and that's cool but it's also that bit scary but as ever with me, I'm I'm always just going to be looking at the um, the the profit and loss, the spreadsheets, and mm-hmm. just and just making sure that I can, you know, pay myself. And so, pay myself. how how does the uh, pipeline for podium features change now that you're full time? I hope that it means that I can 
iterate on stuff quicker um, okay. and fix bugs quicker and uh, then start building new stuff and, uh, it, you know, better maintain stuff. I mean, uh, I'm sat here looking at the staging version of the site at the moment and uh, <laughs> I'm running. So I put all of our show notes into our new, uh, or, or like all of our segment things into our new, into the new show notes system. And it's got a chat room and it's got... Um, like it shows me how long we've been recording for and if I just scroll down it'll automatically start a timer for the next segment so I can see how long each segment takes Uh, and I can see a progress bar at the bottom for like the estimated duration of the show and stuff Um, and you know there's all these all these kinds of nice things Um, and so like yeah, I, I, I just implemented a whole bunch of stuff yesterday and just like shat a whole bunch of features out. And then um, this morning did one for app banners. So like mm-hmm. if your podcast is on the iTunes store, you get the little iTunes banner at the top of your uh, screen on your iOS device. And so these kinds of little features that people request, hopefully I can like jump on them fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, how how are you how do you prioritize those moment? Uh, there's a big omnifocus list, um, and so they will be divided up based on um, based on need and urgency. You know, if, right. if something's broken, then obviously uh, it's all hands on deck. And then if mm-hmm. there's bugs, then that that might go into a okay before you release this new feature you need to make sure these bugs are are ironed out that kind of thing um yeah so yeah it's all it's all it's all up in omnifocus so i was just just wondering if you talked about kind of um you might you might make a feature because you fancy making it before but now do you do you look at a list of features and go well um there's been six people ask for this so that's important to users there's this thing over here which i think will drive paying signups so that's important because of commerciality there's this thing over here which is held together with bits of sticky tape and spit <laughs> um and is going to break and cause me commercial pain so have you got have you worked out how you evaluate those those three things is it stability is it listening to the customer voice or is it worrying about feeding the cats is which of those three kind of <laughs> um so yes you're talking about cats, Sorry. Sophie. Um, I know you've just you've just used the litter tray and everything. No, um, do you know what? Did you hear that noise? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was her her washing herself. Oh, what? It was so loud. I was thinking, oh, I hope oh not. Oh my hear god! That. But she is sat right in the in the um, field of uh, what's the field? What's the thing called on my microphone? Oh, oh. the 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 pattern. Um, yeah, yeah. She was yeah, yeah. she was sat right in the cone for the, yeah. for the for the mic, so she sat just behind me on a chair. But that was that was an appallingly loud sound. My lord! It sounded like she was sanding a door. Yeah, good grief. Um, I, it's a really it's a really interesting question, and um, as with lots of these things, I kind of take it on a case by case basis, and it it, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that I haven't given it. Th- well, okay, I haven't necessarily sat down and, and figured out, okay, well, if this kind of thing happens here, it, it's more just like instinctively I know mm-hmm. um, this is a feature that lots of people have asked for or this is a bug that lots of people have reported needs fixing. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, we, we've had a couple at the moment and I've just been doing lots of low-level discussions with various service providers to figure out how to actually mitigate that problem. Um, and so I'm hoping that the new launch of stuff on Friday will will – mostly sort that out it's also going to eat 
into the profit margins of the business or rather eat into the money that might be my salary. Um, But it's essential because system's got to live. Um, And so, yeah, it like, it, it gets evaluated based on, yeah. So like there isn't a formal system in place, but I, I would kind of know, um, and and have an idea and see it in OmniFocus as well, like v- whether it's various different lists or things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I tend to think fairly linearly, um, and I, I don't want to necessarily work on too many different things at, or like too many different branches at any given time. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, so I don't I don't have a very good answer to that other than I know it when I see it. So so it's, it's so it is much the same, just with more of your time. Yeah. Okay. No, that's interesting. I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, you know, there's there's various things. I, you know, there, there's still a few like hanging chads of things that I've got to sort out. I've got a couple of prior commitments that are winding down and and sorting mm. sorting those out. Um, and and you know, and and often I will stop for podcast records like this or whatever. Um, but in 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 uh, in the times when that's not happening, I think I'm really going to start to get a feel for the cycle of the week. Um, and you know, what time I might spend on core feature development versus, you know, now that all of that time is, is now up to me, um, what time I spend on core feature development or slash bug fixing. And then what time I spent doing like outreach and, um, customer service or more like, cause I think customer service is all the time, but more likely like, am I making fun little videos to show off features? Am I interacting with more people on Twitter and Facebook? Am I in, you know, more community rooms and stuff like that? Um, and, and I may have to divide up my calendar accordingly, um, to ensure that I do those things because Podium isn't a great, communicator we you know that like social mm. accounts and stuff like that don't we don't send out a lot of stuff and i'd like to i'd like to be able to do a bit more of that um uh and so it's but it's it's kind of it's probably good for me to segment my time so that i don't just get my nose buried in feature development or whatever it is uh because that's the fun and easy stuff right um whereas there's like very valuable stuff in in doing other things. So yeah, I think in the in the coming weeks, hopefully things will. I'll I'll get an idea of what the cycle is. Nice man. So um, you had a you 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 had a some sort of a thread of the week. You, you had a thing to discuss. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've I've saved saved a few tweets over the over the weeks and. Um, I just thought oh, we're called Thread. I could just kind of bring Mark my favourite thread that I've seen. I like it. We've got a segment <laughs> and say, "Well, this is my this is my thread of the week." Um, uh, John's how long have you got? Of I can, the week. I can do like I can do like five. I can I can make this do about five minutes because we need to do a homework catch up, and then I'll need to go back to work. Okay, then. Um, which one do you want? Do you want the one that will make you angry and, and do a painted in Mark's Dublin rant, or do you want, <laughs> or do you want the one that's really lovely and nice? let's go I'm feeling in a I'm feeling in a good mood I think if it was on a bad mood I would say do the nice one but I'm feeling in a good mood so this might be fun so give me the one that's going to make me make me angry go on oh you want the one that's going to make you angry yeah <clears throat> okay this is the, I, I mentioned this to you the, the other day uh, <laughs> this is this this is this 
kind of movement to ban some jokes from the internet. Oh yeah, um, right. I mean, it's, it's got a lot. It's got a lot of traction, and it was it was appalling. Uh, the first tweet that I saw was labelled update, and it was retweeted by somebody. Um, and then there was this list of of jokes. Um, some of them, some of them, I'm not familiar with, but apparently. As you go through the the thread and have a look at it, the the idea is like the, these these are jokes that are, these these are jokes that are played now. These are the bits that we're we're not allowed to do anymore. Yeah, yeah. So you can't do the following jokes anymore. Um, said no one ever. <laughs> okay. First rule of blank club is you don't talk about blank club. <laughs> yep. Go home blank. You're drunk. <laughs> yep. Hold my beer. Yes. I'm oh, you're enjoying one. you're yeah, enjoying I'm sick these. Sick of that one. You're enjoying these. Yeah, not, I, I, not yeah, all heroes wear capes. Um, the struggle okay, is yeah, real. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I did. I did not see that that coming. I've not. I've not heard this one. I did not see that that coming. Oh, I did wow. not see. I, I did not yeah. see. I, I didn't did see, see that, that I did, coming. I did I've not never, see. That's not, that's not a thing. No, that coming. No, I didn't see that joke coming because I've not heard that joke before. You're not the boss of me. Um, that one's too no. That that one, that one's too um, evergreen. Like that that that's not no 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 no. That that one doesn't go in. The the rest of them I can support. Uh, apart from the Nazi one, which isn't a thing. But the 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 you're not the boss of me. No no no. That's too of the people. So this uh, this is um, uh, I then went up the thread and found the original thing. Mm-hmm. This is my list of dismal non-joke jokes. I'm sure there are more. Let me know if you think of some. And I, I, it seems to have been done on some sort of Trello board because at the end of the yeah. list it says add card. <laughs> well, at least they've been efficient about it. <laughs> well, yeah, but I'm looking at it. Is, that a pro- is this a project? What, what is this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, is there a some... issue? What, what am I looking at? <laughs> well, clearly, clearly someone died and made this person boss. So uh, well, I guess we have uh, to now that... jump to this person's tune. That specific piece of framing obviously troubled me straight away. Mm-hmm. Uh, these these are also jokes that you can't have. That would be a good band name. Now, I use that all the time because yeah. it's no, because it's a thing. Yeah, that's um, that's that's again that's too. Uh, that's like a folklore thing. You, no. Yeah, well, so uh, this is my this is my beef with a, with a lot of these things. It's like, but these are these are these are memes and shorthand ways of of talking and accessing things and the the using of the thing isn't the joke always. Mm-hmm. It's actually a way of reframing the thing that came before as funny. Mm-hmm. So that's what um, she said. Yeah, um, <laughs> but also, also, yeah, it's it's just it's just a pattern of speech. It's not actually a it's not actually a joke. And it, I'm looking at it thinking, like, do you not do you not want to have uh, human connections with people? Is that what you're saying? Are you so devoid of empathy? Ah, <laughs> uh, it's just well, they, I mean, strip they're, they're just a hipster. All of this. I mean, that's that's all that like that's all that matters yeah. here is they're just a hipster. So there doesn't seem to be an offer of of any alternatives, by the way, no. as well. There doesn't no, seem no, to no. be any kind of like, well, let's let's move forward and do this. Well, in the same um, way that any you know anyone who who liked a band before they were cool, like they're not going to say, well, I moved on to this band. They're just going to say, no, you're not allowed to like those th- that that band, or I'm no longer allowed to like that band because now uh, my neighbour likes that band. Um, and you know, yeah. I've I've been lucky enough to have that on occasion uh i was there when gautier happened i'd I'd been listening to him for a few years beforehand and this that and the other and like great i'm glad he's got success the same with passenger like passenger got 
huge for a while and and I'd been listening him uh, listening to him since like around the same time like 2008 and I'm like I'm pleased for that person that they got I big. don't know you this young people music you're talking about by the way Passenger is the one who sounds a bit like um um um, um uh, blunt uh, James Blunt right. but his lyrics are, are better um and um, it was the one that you only need the light when it's burning low. Only need the snow when you start to snow. Only need you love when you let her go. You must know that one. I don't. I don't know that. You must. Okay, it doesn't matter. I'm um, not trying to be cool. I genuinely no, 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 don't no, know no, this. No, you're and not. I'm worried. I'm, I'm worried. sure. I'm sure. I've just not uh, given you a because I, I didn't do a good job. I'm there, worried but. that I've missed out on a cultural moment that no, I should no, have been aware I, of. I, I, Even I if it was to have. not engage with it, I should at least be aware of it. No, indeed. Um, no, you, 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 you'll have heard the song. It, it was kind of in, oh, like, it was, it was inescapable for a while. And my reaction with those things is like, I'm pleased for them, the band or the musician, that mm-hmm. they got popular. I don't mm-hmm. need to then go, well, I'm not allowed to like that anymore. So that kind of hipsterism um, and and you know to to then bring it to a public discourse and to actually start saying the words that you say are now no longer allowed is I mean fine it was a joke it was a he was doing a bit mm-hmm. but wind your neck in kid yeah that's you know that's that's all like it doesn't make me angry because it's it's too childish and petty and like. I, 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 yeah, I don't accept the premise of the question that you're boss of the internet. <laughs> I think if it was someone I followed, I might be more like, hang on a minute, but because I don't know who this is and I don't care, I'm like, mm. oh, that's cute that you think you get to have an opinion about this. Somebody now, with 20, 20.8k followers. That's quite a lot of followers, actually. That is quite a lot of followers. And um, they've... Uh, They've they've geared their uh, they've geared their stats the slightly arrogant way of having eighty four that they follow. Um, so I, I I've got proportionally more followers than I sh- than I should have as a normal regular human. Yeah, you're but like I most of follow my a lot. Good, good followers, huh? Most of most of like my my friends from from you know two thousand and eight Birmingham blogging scene um, mm. are far and away much bigger presences on Twitter than I've ever been. Um, so I'm not jealous about that at all. No. Well, the the main boost in my numbers was when I was briefly hated by the Daily Mail, of course. Oh, yes, that helps. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, a course Libra for about an hour. Um, and I went from like a few hundred to a few thousand, which was quite quite weird. Um, yeah, so um, you actually mentioned one of the ones that, that are in here, which is interesting. <laughs> That's what she said. Yes, yeah, that of is, course. That is a- that is on the list. Yeah. That is on the list. Now, you'd, you'd, going back to our accessibility thing, you'd hate this because this is all done through pictures full of text. Uh, when, when you said it was a list uh, about 10 minutes ago, um, uh, in fact, actually, uh, looking at the screen, it was about uh, seven and a half minutes ago because the system tells me. Um, mm-hmm. You When you said it was a list, I, I knew straight away it'd be an image, so that's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it's mm, text is not, uh, pictures are not text. Drawings, drawings of text are not text anyway that's fine so i started um, at the point uh, i started at the point of the tweet that was called update which didn't have any context oh, yeah. I, I scrolled back up because i am telling you about the, the, the thread because that's what we do <laughs> yes and um, so um this person had been rather enabled by the uh, obviously i don't know how many of these numbers had been in place when they decided to add more mm. but currently it's on 503 replies 282 retweets and 1946 likes so they've had a good endorphin rush from this yeah uh, 
Yes, you can't take away from them. Um, uh, I just threw up in my mouth a little is down as a non-joke. I've never used that as a joke. I literally say it when I've nearly thrown up in my mouth. Oh, yeah. No, I... I, I Like, a lot of these, I'm like... As much as I, I'm not the person who, who says, you're not allowed to do that joke anymore, I get a lot of these. And I'm like, yeah, that's... that's pr-. And I sometimes I read some of these and I go, yeah, maybe that's a bit played out. And that's hmm. a little bit played out. Um no, but I, I literally but no, have only I ever said it you mean, when yeah. I've nearly had a sick in my mouth. Yes. Same as same as if, if I spit my tea or nearly spit my tea, if I tell you that, that's actually a thing that's happened. Yes. Well, yeah, I'm it's not, like lol. Yeah. Yeah, I have actually laughed out loud. Yeah, um, I'm not I'm not going to lol. Uh, I'm not going to say lol unless I've lolled. But then, so as I mentioned, there's a there's a lot us. of there's a lot of replies under here. So there's, there's a lot of people who want to uh, join the committee for running the internet <sighs> and, and tell us what jokes we're going to do now. Um, yeah. I, I'm 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 pleased that you didn't get as angry about it as I thought you would. Uh, <laughs> so you you thought now? Did you think I would get angry because of this person wanting to run the internet, or I you know thought, like to to tell what jokes we're allowed to tell and what jokes we're not? Yeah, I thought I thought full package. To be honest, I thought you'd <laughs> I thought you'd be angry at their at their at, at their arrogance. Mm-hmm. I thought you'd be disappointed you hadn't had a vote for them to run the internet. <laughs> Uh, and um, I thought you might take umbrage with with a few more of the jokes than than than, than you have, but I guess yeah, I guess you're from a position of well, I don't believe you run the internet, so I don't need to listen to your list of jokes. Yeah, it's like uh, yeah, I don't recognise his authority. Oh. Uh, that's 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 what it is. Um, because I yeah I you know what like a couple of years ago, I would have like I, okay, I'll start a sentence in a moment. I'm much more secure in i think possibly as i've got older in when i don't know who someone is or what someone is mm-hmm. um like i don't know what a casey nice that is but apparently i'm supposed to give a massive shit i don't <laughs> i don't and he, he like i i he's 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 one of those um non caps tweeters so he's muted um mm-hmm. because I don't need people to make that statement. Your phone automatically capitalizes letters. So you're deliberately writing things in lowercase, get out of my Twitter feed. Um, but mm-hmm. I don't care. Like, I don't care enough about what he is. Um, but I'm, you know, the internet has told me that I'm supposed to. Um, I saw this Jack Conti uh, video, Jack, I think it's Jack Conti of Patreon who did this like love letter um, uh, He want, he's trying to romance Casey Neistat about something. And I'm like, but like and I think those kind of things used to annoy me more like why don't I know who this person is what you know who's this who gets to decide this that and the other and and now I'm like I know what my corner of the internet is Mm. Um, and for the most part I'm I'm quite happy there I don't need whether it's you know I'm not saying he's a Johnny come lately but like I don't need people from other parts of the internet that don't I don't need like YouTubers to be a part of my world because they're a very specific breed um and so you know that 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 kind of stuff used to irritate me more and so the fact that this kid wants to have his little moment in the sun i'm like fine good all right now you've had your joke now go back and have a i was gonna say something rude but like i don't know just go and amuse yourself fine Hmm. Um, I, I hope he's had his fun and that's good but I might continue using some of those jokes <laughs> no you <laughs> can't the bottom line no you can't it's been yeah. it's been banned now don't, don't recognise his authority 
There, there was in the in the in the thread. There was one thing that was uh, that was tweeted that was like a, a similar project, and that one I understood a little bit more. I'm not familiar with the show, but um, somebody had tweeted a whiteboard from a writer's room mm. where they were saying, "Right, these are the these are the jokes we're not going to do anymore." Okay, that's a little bit more on point because in yes. that case, you are the writers of the universe, yeah, and you are able to write the rules of the universe. And you have a sense of the direction in which you want to take your work, mm. and you need a reminder of the things that you're not going to do anymore. And I think, I th- yeah, that that kind of made sense. And it's like, right, in this work, we aren't going to do these jokes anymore because we want to take the material forward somewhere. Um, that level of reflection of yourself comes from a place that I'm much more comfortable with than somebody saying, "I've I, I've I've audited the internet, and I found <laughs> all of you, all of you need to stop now." <laughs> I completely agree. And I think I like that as an approach for lots of things because it's, and it's something I could learn from um, instead of finger wagging and saying, you're not allowed to do this anymore or don't do this. Actually, it's more than lead by example. It's like, um, here's what, here's what I commit to do Mm. um, in order to solve this problem that you didn't know was a problem. Um, And so that writer's room thing of saying, you know, I don't know who, obviously who it was, but if they were, let's say it was the writers of um, The Good Place and Mm -hmm. they had that on uh, on their whiteboard, you might look at that and go, okay, well, if the writers of one of the best sitcoms in the last few years says these are the jokes we're not going to do, then I can take that and, and, and I will abide by those tenets as well mm. um and i think that's something that could apply as a as a way of working throughout the internet um whether it's about accessibility or it's about privacy or it's about something else instead of writing a rant and saying you're you you mustn't do this actually say we care about this stuff this mm. is what we're deciding to do and the tacit thing then is if you agree you do the same um yeah, so I, th- I think I, I kind of like that approach, and I think it, it, it has ramifications for the wider the wider world. Nice, right? I'm going to send you. I'm going to send you some links to those so that they can be in the show notes. Says yes, John, please. thread of the week. <laughs> um, you will have to excuse the way that it's written because the notes app on my phone weirdly uh, doesn't do any autocorrect or spell check. So my my okay. words come out messy when I jot them as. Slim Shady once said. Yes, I was trying to place that. <laughs> nice. So you've got the original tweet, um, the one that I saw, and the writer's room one. I've sent those over to you. Yes, you have. Okay, we, we better recap on homework and mm-hmm. set some new homework, and then I'm going to have to go. Yep. Um, so we we uh, we did what we came to do. We went and we met last week, and that was lovely. We had a You had a sandwich. And best sandwich I've ever had. Sorry. Best sandwich. I mean, but that's... Just, just, but just just make sure that we actually address that issue here in this segment. The actual best sandwich. Now, um, this was in the custard factory. It was. Um, do we know the name of the place? I I don't know the name of it, yeah. but the the shape of its of its name that is in my head is a dark sign. Yeah. With white text in off-brand Helvetica, not actual Helvetica. Mm. <laughs> it was it was uh, it was a font that had enough of a resonance with that where you go, oh, that's kind of cool and clean. But it was a, a nice 
really well put together sans serif font. And maybe it was Helvetica, now I'm thinking about it. Perhaps I and sans- an unnecessary accent above one of the letters. <laughs> That sounds about right. Uh, it was probably something like Kuchin or something like that with, with a kind of an umlaut or something. Oh, yeah. I, I seem to remember. For anyone who knows the space, it's the place where the little restaurant always has been and it changes every six months. So it's it's yes. that place yes. by the pool. Um, and uh, it was really good. I had, uh, yeah, I had um, butter chicken and it was very good. Oh, yeah. What was that? So was that basically Kentucky Fried Chicken? Yeah, it was big, big, big fried slab of chicken. Um, right. And a salad or something and it was uh, it was very good chicken we are available to do restaurant reviews for any periodicals <laughs> absolutely um, yeah uh, so yes good sandwich um, good discussion about stuff that we're going to do in terms of a uh, bit of leopard promotion um, mm. and then it kind of went on and uh, I got super excited uh, about um an upcoming, and I'm just going to say that we're doing it because this is this is thread. And yeah, we now we now have it. the thing, don't we? Yeah, um, we're going to run a podcast festival. Um, and everyone's noise. excited. Everyone's excited, and and hopefully this will be in June. Um, uh, sorry, July, and uh, in a pub and. I'm aiming for 12 shows over two days and I've done a load of stuff already. To, oh my God. That's the way I work it. Um, no diggity. So I've, you know, <laughs> built the website. I've got all the social media profiles. I've got the domain. I've uh, already liaised with a couple of uh, people who will do shows and uh, hopefully got some way to securing a venue. Um, and then John <laughs> came and did a very sensible John thing and said, um, might, we, might we consider instead of just charging outright for the tickets because I, mm-hmm. I, I want the tickets to be you know for people to have to pay for the tickets and for the uh, money that we make to go to putting the event on next year um and maybe buying a beer for the for the podcasters um crucially with none of us actually getting remuneration for this um mm-hmm. you had the idea of kickstartering um the you gonna tell me you've set the kickstarter up no because oh, okay. i uh I, oh, I owe you some work on what it I might think, look like. Yes, because okay. and this is this is your homework. Okay. By the end of next week, or by the time we next record, okay. I want us to have made a decision uh, okay. and to have actually fleshed out. And it, you know, it might be the decision that we say, uh, you know what, let's not do it. But I want mm-hmm. us to have a plan. If we are going the Kickstarter route, I want us to have okay. a plan by next week of what we're going to do, and then to actually start doing it. Because I don't want this to um, drift. And I'm gonna I'm gonna keep on top of this uh, because I you know I, I'm in a bit more of a position to be able to do that than you are. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, you know it's not necessarily that I'll run this. It's more that I might just be the the devil on your shoulder going eh, or the angel going eh, um, <laughs> do the thing. So yeah, homework. Wow, excellent. So it's exciting times. Uh, I'm, I'm um, really really excited about it. So your homework is same thing. Um, my homework is to chase up some more um, people. What will perform? Brilliant. That's awesome. Well done. Good show. Well done us. We're good. We're good at this. <laughs>